My name is Mariam Rupugaron. I'm one of the founders and CEO of a company called Mobandi. C-band won't be just like LTE. You still need to have more of this gene with these. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Miriam, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. You and I have spoken before about a demonstration that Movandi conducted in which a 5G millimeter repeater was placed inside a car, potentially advancing vehicle-to-everything communications for the next generation of connected cars. Very exciting. (laughs) And we will again be discussing millimeter wave and some of the challenges and opportunities that it presents, as well as C-band. We'll get into that a bit too. But first, what's an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? So, you know, being a woman could be in, in a field that it's completely dominated uh, by you know men, especially in my field where it's semiconductor, hardware, as well as subsystem. It's, uh, it's one thing that always come up. I get that question all the time. But um, one thing that I've actually, you know, I have a lot of experience. Uh, I've been in this industry for almost more than 30, 35 years, starting with going to school, UCLA, being one of the only women in the lab, continuing to start a company, you know, my first startup, and then uh, and then getting bought by a bigger company, becoming one of the executives there, and now starting my own company again. So one thing that I've experienced is that, um, you know, being a woman has taught me some of the characteristics and personalities and some sort of patience. And, and I'm a mother too, by the way. So learning how to deal with your family and being patient, managing your family, uh, listening capability, how to listen to the, all these things I think have given me the ability to actually do well in work. The more, um, understanding of the employees, people that are working with it, big customers, you know, not always trying to be, as much as I actually like to think that I'm aggressive and I want to get things done, but at the same time, I know the skill set of how to listen well, how to try to make sure that the employees all, you know, are they, they work well together and are being managed in a way that they also feel empowered and they can grow their career and they feel comfortable, et cetera. So, So I think, uh, again, bringing women into this field in some ways could be empowering not only the woman itself, but also the company, because it brings diversity in. And and all that has been, uh, you know, it's not something that uh, I'm sitting here comfortably saying that from day one, it's been very comfortable to be in this field. These are things that you actually build over over time. Uh, The confidence is, I think it all goes back to your confidence level. When you start fresh in a new environment where you're one of the only ones, it's always harder. Uh, I've I've gone through that. I've learned uh, through experience to become more confident. And and once you have that confidence, which is right now with all the experiences I have gained, 
your other characteristics come into play and give you that empowerment. So it actually, I think it's helped me a lot in those kind of situations. And, you know, keep in mind that sometimes if you do have the right background knowledge and, and you have the confidence and you're, you're different from other people, uh, sometimes it can help you because, you know, the, the people see, they, they remember you a lot more than seeing many of the same kind of gender. So, so you know, in some ways, if those things, knowledge, background and everything is there with the experience, uh, that could be empowering because you're different uh, and difference always uh, brings more attention in a way that, you know, you may actually, it may actually help you. Mm-hmm. I've heard that quite a bit on this podcast that being different because of the added attention can be an opportunity. I mean, it's also a big responsibility because people are paying attention to everything that you do, but you certainly can find the the other side of that, which is that it gives you an opportunity to be noticed for your accomplishments. Right. And it could, you know, it could be opposite too. If you do something wrong, you get a lot of attention more than men would actually get criticized for that uh, same mistake. But but again, I, you just said it well. I think you you really summarize uh, this as an opportunity that uh, you know again with having with the confidence and everything you could use that opportunity. We don't get as many chances as men usually. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. As I mentioned in uh, my little intro, you conducted a trial in which you put a five G millimeter repeater inside of a car. Can you tell me? what it is you were trying to demonstrate and how that demonstration went and also what the implication of the results of that demonstration really are. So what we're trying to demonstrate is that, uh, you know, one of the challenges when people talk about 5G millimeter wave is that you don't have range. uh, You're going to have a hard time to basically go mobile and drive or, you know, move and still keep the connection uh, because because of the beam forming that has to happen so quickly, uh, and at the same time the range issue. So we basically, as you know, we have developed this product and we've been developing with um, with um, operators, the leading operators like Verizon uh, from day one. Mobile has focused on trying to develop solutions that address the challenges with 5G. So we already have our products. We have our indoor uh, one box, you know, which are same, almost same size as uh, Wi-Fi extenders for indoor. We have uh, the ones uh, outdoor that extend the range. Um, and, uh, and we've been doing a lot of testing. The operators have done a lot of testing. They're all approved, certified. Uh, but the one thing that was not shown before, even though, you know, Inside the building, we have shown you can move with your phone and the entire area gets the signal. One thing that uh, has always been coming up that you know, 5G millimeter cannot support uh, driving cars or mobility. And we wanted to make sure that we actually uh, prove that you know it's not true as long as the coverage is uh, is there. You should be able to use these, uh, you know, your devices or uh, your 5G millimeter wave phones inside the car, even moving, or or you can use 5, 5G to basically control help with the autonomous cars. Uh, so that that was the intention, and we took we took the product indoor. Uh, repeater. Uh, we really didn't go further to make it specific to to car yet because this is just to, sh- prove, to do the proof of concept. We put that inside the car. 
Um, we chose San Jose area because they're, you know, on the street, you actually have multiple of these gene would be, I think, a couple of hundred meters away from each other. And uh, as long as you do have some coverage on the street, uh, we and you drive with your car, you can illustrate, and that's what we showed in our uh, basically demo that you can keep going uh, between the genomes and go further and still maintain the 5G signal and one above 1.5 gigabit per second. Um, while if you don't use the repeater and you don't turn it on. Uh, as long as you're very close, very, very close to one of the genomes, your phone may get connection. But as soon as you start getting a few meters away and between, it's, it's going to, you lose that completely. It goes to 4G or it goes very, very low signal. Uh, so, so that was the main intention. Uh, we have been, since we did that uh, demo, we actually have been working on doing more and advancing it. So we're, we're adding uh, more of the cloud management to it so that we can actually uh, do even much faster, go faster with the car uh, and you go, you know, change the direction and still maintain. So it's a process that's going. We're planning to make a product and a specific prototype, a prototype for that in the car as well. Okay, cool. And you, you mentioned the coverage needing to be there in order for this work. And I realize that is not Movani's responsibility to get the coverage there. Um, but beyond its limitations around penetration and propagation, like you mentioned, millimeter wave also presents a challenge when it comes to network buildouts for for those whose responsibility it is to provide the coverage because you need a lot of these sites. Do you think we'll get to that point where we have enough millimeter wave coverage to use products like yours and other products for vehicle communication? Like, are we going to get there? <laughs> I honestly think we do, and I can't tell you why, because that's exactly what we've been trying to do as the, our main priority. So this car thing, as I mentioned, it was just the extension of what this can do, what we can do in millimeter way, right? The first thing we've been focusing on is extending the range and trying to ensure that you you go from, let's say, let's assume you have a cell area which is maximum 500 meter, 200 meter, right? Because of all the buildings, et cetera. Uh, and you have a genome B, right? Uh, with the tower or whatever. So what we have done is that we have developed this, again, smart active repeaters for outdoor, which is different from one we have indoor. That you can put on the poles, you know, um, whether it's light pole or uh, any any location on the roof of the building. So this doesn't need fiber backbone. So you don't have to have fiber coming into the pole. All you need is some electricity in the poles, or if there's solar power there, it basically just use take one of these low cost repeaters and put it on the poles on the street. And with one genotype and multiple of these uh, repeaters, you would be able to get almost 100% coverage going around the building, on the, on the street. So, and and we would reduce the cost of deployment by 50% on the CapEx and, uh, and and make it much faster because you don't have to do construction too. So, uh, you know, the issue and challenge that you brought up and the question whether this can happen, would happen, I would say absolutely. It's, it's a matter of time and we're actually trying to accelerate and I believe that our devices, because they, they don't even add any latency. So it doesn't become, you still maintain the 
the very, very promising uh, characteristics of the millimeter rate 5G, uh, and you're not destroying at uh, much lower cost. Okay, and now shifting slightly to C-band. So what does C-band offer, and what are some of its weaknesses? You know, we talked about millimeter wave, its pros, its cons, but what about C-band? You know, obviously C-band is lower frequency. Um, it's not as low as LTE, which is 1.9 gig. Uh, it actually goes from 3.5, I believe, to, you know, the whole uh, band, I think, could go to 6, but mostly people are talking about 3.5 to 4.2 gigahertz. Uh, keep in mind that that much, even though it doesn't sound like a whole the a whole lot, uh, it brings the, the challenge of again uh, extension and penetration and all that. It's uh, it's different from what people are used to in 4G, which is. Uh, you know, you come inside the home, you have coverage, at least, you know, even before she has problems too. <laughs> but so when you go to C-band, you definitely get that uh, challenge. Uh, you you still have, uh, you get, because the frequency almost becomes double, you have 3 dB more loss on each side. And that means that um, your, not only your range becomes half versus LTE, uh, your area of coverage becomes actually one fourth. What does that mean? You know, we keep talking about millimeter wave needing to be dense, and it has to be only deployed in dense areas because, because you know, it may become too expensive if you go and try to uh, put this node with everywhere. Uh, C band won't be just like LTE. You still need to have more of this node base. Uh, you could do, and people are doing 32 by 32 massive MIMO, all this kind of to increase capacity. But at the end of the day, it's uh, you can't assume that you can go and upgrade your 4G tower, make it uh, make it C band, and then you get the same kind of capacity and the same kind of range. So it will require more of these towers to be built. So deployments to cost is still is not going to be low. Uh, the, if you look at the hardware, uh, because we're talking about 32 by 32 and 60 by 64 by 64 to get the capacity, uh, these hardwares are going to, I can guarantee you, they're going to be much more expensive than millimeter array ones because these are much bigger. You have you have to use a lot more components than the high power PAs, LNAs. So those costs are, are going to be, so, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling that people are going to start realizing that, yes, yeah, C band addresses some of it better than millimeter, millimeter wave in terms of coverage, but it, it really is not like LTE. And because of the penetration, uh, you still have to come up with solutions that we have provided for indoor. Uh, you still need to have some sort of repeaters or solutions that make sure the signal come into many of the buildings. So, so again, you know, C-band, yeah, on the surface, it's a lot better because in terms of coverage, in terms of throughput, we all know that it's not going to get to what millimeter wave can do. But um, but once you start doing this, uh, you realize that it's not going to be a whole lot of lower costs than uh, millimeter wave at the end of the day. Okay, that's interesting and definitely not something I, I've really heard people talk a lot about. No, yeah. it's true. I was actually surprised at some of this cost of this hardware and everything that people. That's why. That's why if you actually hear you, you've seen that either the city or government or actually operators are thinking about sharing 
some of these devices because they're becoming expensive and they know that they're going to have a lot more of them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it is interesting. Yeah, so what is Movandi doing when it comes to addressing the C-band challenge? So that's exactly one of the things that uh, our customers that we've been working with on the millimeter rate band, now they're coming to us and saying, look, and these are, you know, some of them are actually our ODM partner customers in Asia and globally, not, not the ones that we're directly working with, and some are. Uh, they're coming to him and saying that you guys have done such a great job with providing your solutions to extend the coverage and uh, in millimeter wave. Can you do the same? Can you provide us with the same sort of solution for C-band and uh, CBRS because they're they're experiencing this penetration and coverage issue. Uh, so that's what we have started working on. We're actually working on sub six or C-band repeaters. In addition to that, we also, you know, we do have our millimeter wave portfolio, including all the core technologies, our chipsets, our modules, all the way for all the license bands, which are 39, 28. These are all customized. We actually have developed. That's why we can do these repeaters because we have these smart chips that we can program. They're high performing. Uh, we're using them to build a genoid. We actually with Mavenir, you know, getting very high ERPs, et cetera. So uh, we already have this core technology and the software and antenna. Um, we, we are expanding our portfolio as a whole because working with some of our customers, they're saying, okay, now we have your millimeter wave, but we have challenge in sub six, we need to reduce the cost and power consumption. And we have started working with them uh, to develop chips for sub for C band and sub six that uh, basically does more integration and uh, and bring the cost and power consumption on the platform uh, lower with our customers. Miriam, thanks for joining me today and offering a perspective on C band that I hadn't really heard before. No, no problem. I really enjoyed talking with you. Well Technically is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com.